Welcome to the One Question Podcast, brought to you by Wabi Sabi Studios. I'm your host, Michelle Cox, and I love having unlikely conversations on uncomfortable topics. It's a huge passion of mine, so much so that I wrote a few books a while back that challenge people's notion on living a life more unconventionally. This entire podcast stems around one question. If there was one topic you wish society would talk more about, what would it be? How do you settle into your parasympathetic nervous system? With sound, with scent, moving your body out of this position where it's just being attacked the whole time by information or the echo chamber of the world that we're living in. Marty Ritchie is a notable spa therapist, musician and songwriter, well known for her holistic approach to skincare and integration of sound therapy in her treatments. With extensive experience in the beauty industry and a background in music, Marty has pioneered a unique approach that combines touch, sound and scent to create transformative experiences for her clients. Marty is the owner and founder of Shikana a stunning day spa that we have here in my local town of Avalon. But it's not like any other day spa I have ever been to. With a deep understanding of the mind-body connection and the healing power of sonics, Marty weaves sound therapy into each of her sensory spa journeys to create multi-layered transformative experiences. Now, I've done a bit of sound healing and sound therapy in my time, and it's something that has a profound effect on me. So I've been looking forward to sitting down with the gorgeous Marty to talk more about things like sonic anatomy and sound resonating chambers, terms I've never heard of before I started to do the research in this space. So I reckon this is going to be a very fun conversation. Marty, it is fabulous to have you here on the podcast, even though we are only about a kilometre away from each other, but welcome. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. So, Marty, we have had lots of conversations about different things, and I was really looking forward to us sitting down today. If there is one thing that you wish society would talk more about, what would it be? I wish it would be our inner voice. How do we hear it? How do we know when it is our inner voice. What does it sound like? I think it's a really interesting topic because it's sort of a little different for everybody. And I think it depends on where you are in your world as to how clearly you hear it. Inner voice. That's fun. What a cool topic to talk about. So, Marty, you've got an interesting background. You own Chicana here in Avalon. But you also have a background in sound, music, singing, etc. Why is inner voice such an important topic for you? Firstly, well, yeah, I'm a singer, songwriter. That's been something I've done my whole life. And yet Chicana, my day spa, which is very much, we always say it's not a conveyor belt experience here. You sort of have to experience it to know what that means. And one of the things we often say to our clients in our um, waiting room when they come out of a treatment is, there you are. They have this look on their face. And it's this moment where male, female, whoever is sitting there, if we've done our job properly, there's this look they all have. And it always says the same thing. It's a little bit like, oh, there I am. 
I just forgot for a minute. I'm no one's mother, no one's husband, no one's wife, no one's boss, no one's employee. I just, there I am. I just forgot for a moment. And I suppose that is also a little moment of recognising our own inner voice. That position of there I sit without the noise of the world around me, family, life, work. So fundamentally in this space here, which I'm sitting at in the moment actually at Chicana, we work with body, body work. We work with touch, but I also work with sound. And so much of the work that we do here is about awakening the feeling body through the senses, through scent, through touch, through sound. With the arrival, hopefully, to that point, which is, there I am, I just had forgotten for a minute. And I think there's different ways that the inner voices talked about, you know, it can be called intuition, it can be called my inner voice, the inner child. There's lots of different words that describe it. But fundamentally, it's that point of the feeling body where you're not conflicted with your thoughts. Is that a thought or a feeling? What do I feel to be true for me right now? And to feel really is to be out of your mind, to be out of the thinking mind, to come through the feeling body. So I look at the inner voice in different ways. You know, there's that voice that we talk to each, to ourselves with. You know, we all talk to ourselves. Sometimes it's not nice, isn't it? Yeah, like, and, uh, and that's an interesting point because it's something I say to clients often is, how are you speaking to yourself? And then there's the sound of our inner voice and sound comes into it. What's the tone? Is it kind? Is it rough? Is it abusive? What layer are you fundamentally working from within yourself through kindness, through judgment? So it's why I sort of began by saying there's so many different um, levels of involvement in how we hear our inner voice. And there's a practice to that because once you bring awareness to it, sometimes it's quite shocking how we speak to ourselves. It's an interesting point, Marty, and I think, you know, when you talk about inner voice, how unkind we are and often I talk about with mates you know when you're really honest and you think about what you say to yourself especially in times when you do stuff that you go that was really dumb and you're really hard on yourself and you think well I would never talk like that with my best friend I would never say that to someone else why do I feel that that's okay to speak to myself like that and so I'm interested in you know whether you have particular ways to combat that you know how do you sort of pick yourself up i guess it's a, the one thing is observing that and noticing that you're doing it is probably you know the first part of the problem with it or the challenge but what else would you advise to people around how to listen to your inner voice and then to be kinder and you know how to kind of navigate that space a bit more well to answer that in the simplest way would be to have an awareness I think all healing of any kind starts with self-awareness, don't you think? Yeah, very true. I think it's um, the awareness part is the critical component, definitely, to start with. Mm. And I think as well, I, you know, I can only come from a position of how I, I access these things, right or wrong, and my opinion after all is just my opinion. I feel where I come to this position with clients especially is dropping into the feeling body, first of all, most of us are walking around in this position of fight or flight. We're not landing in our parasympathetic nervous system often. We're usually so busy, consumed by so much of the information that's hitting us all the time. 
that we're not really even in a position of accessing our inner hearing. So firstly, I find it really important to settle into that. And how do you settle into your parasympathetic nervous system? With sound, with scent can be a way of doing that. Moving your body out of this position where it's just being attacked the whole time by information or the echo chamber of the world that we're living in. And breath is always a good one as well, isn't it? You know, to breathe and concentrate on your breath just to bring you into the present moment. And I think that's a key element of what you're talking about is mindfulness, essentially. Absolutely. Absolutely it is mindfulness. One of the things that I do with clients in my sound bath here is I invite them to experience sound for the sake of sound. It's a fascinating thing when you do this with clients, when there's nothing attached to the sound. There's no mantra, for instance, which brings in a whole other bunch of not mind noise, I often think, because there's things that are associated with that mantra, beliefs, for instance, or a religious component. When you introduce this to clients, I introduce it to clients as a position of just sounding your own voice, hearing it. For instance, I'll say to clients, when we do breath work, and we'll move from breath work into inviting sound into it. So we'll inhale and then <sighs> just sigh. We all sigh. And it's interesting when you put things in front of people in a way that's very primal, things we all do kind of subconsciously without thinking about it, there's a knowing of truth in it. So when we sigh, <sighs> usually we sigh, it's been a long day, or I've had a moment with somebody, or I've pushed my own level of coping. And then I invite clients to think, where's that sound resonating in my body? Where is the sound coming from? What resonating part of me makes that? <sighs> and usually it's around the solar plexus for nearly everybody, which is interesting because this is kind of the energy center in our body that's the power center, which is fundamentally about how do I hold onto my own vitality and how do I give it away? this power position of boundaries almost. It's a fascinating thing when you start delving into this is the body actually has a, has a knowing of how to release that tension. Oh, with sound, I'm going to sigh it out. And the vibration as well, right? I think that has the effect because we are, what are we, 90% water? One of the things I didn't ask, and you just said it casually there, but can you describe to us, like, tell me what is a sound bath? The treatment that you do in your day spa, like what does that entail? Because it sounds um, fabulous. And I am a person that, you know, I listen to music all the time. Like I probably listen to music more than I ever watch TV. So, you know, sound to me is so important and I'm very, you know, pick up very sensitive to sound as well. So what entails in that sort of practice? It sounds fabulous. Well, my sound baths are a little different to probably my, what might be the usual because I've written the music for my sound baths. But essentially, how we do them here at Chicana is you're all laying down on the floor. We begin with breath work, so we just bring you into your body through your breath. And then, essentially, it's a different bunch of in instruments that are used throughout the whole experience. My sound bath's here in 90 minutes, at which we begin with breath coming into the body. And I invite clients also to experience their own sonic anatomy. So I will invite them to use their own voice and we'll start with a sigh like Sorry, that. hang on. What did you say? Sonic anatomy. I've never heard that. What is sonic no. anatomy? I'm talking another language. Let me slow down. I explain it like this um, in layman's terms. Most people have heard of a chakra system. We use this energy system a lot in the work that we do with body work here in the spa. But it's just a concept 
you go, oh, you've got an energy system. Oh, do I? Oh, okay. They told me I did. And it's just an indoctrinated view until you actually invite somebody to feel those resonating chambers in your body. And sound is an extraordinary way to do that. So, for instance, singers will think of a head voice as right up high. This, in an energy centre, it's the, it's the crown. It's where we sort of, it's our connection to the holy, the connection to the sacred. Head voice, angel voice, it's also known as. If you bring this resonating chamber up to your face, it vibrates around your nose, your mouth. Same with your chest. It's not the chest voice in the world of singing, but it's also the power centre, the throat area. They all, they're all these different resonating chambers in our body. If you bring sound to them, it makes this view of, oh, I have an energy system, really real because you can feel it in your own body. You know, you can feel your chest or different parts of your body vibrating as to where the note is, if it's high, if it's low, really deep, low energy or sonic in your sonic anatomy would be a, it's a really low note. And you'll feel that resonating in your gut. That's fascinating. I've never heard anyone explain it like that, Marty. That's um, so interesting. I find that, and it's been so wonderful from a perspective of singing for me to bring this to people, because what it's done is when I started doing the sound bars at Chicana, I really had to unpack the way I write. Why did I choose that note when I wanted to sing that melody? Why? What was the feeling attached to it? And when I really started unpacking it, I started to realise, well, this song is about my letting go. To let go, I've got to feel where I've been holding on and where in my body do I feel that? So I had to really start unpacking where intuitively I kind of work from a songwriter's position with sound. Why did I choose that note there? And once I started unpacking this, it was quite a revelation, made total sense with the concept of what the song and the meaning of the song was about. And I wanted to bring that back into a really simple way of bringing that idea to my clients with a way they could experience sound if they weren't singers or somebody that's used to working with sound. So back to your question about what's in the sound bath, we'll begin with that where I will then just invite them through breath to make sound and then explain to them what I've just said to you. Where do you feel that sound? Isn't that interesting that with a sigh we feel it here? Now I'd invite you to bring sound to a higher note and show them how to do that. I'll do it, do it with them. And it's actually one of the parts of my sound baths I think that everybody finds really incredible and helpful because it's the first time for a lot of people that they get to experience this sort of resonating area in your body that's working all the time. We're using it. I'm using it right now as I'm speaking to you. There's a resonating chamber in my body delivering this sound. We all speak. I mean, how often do we speak all day? So there's that, and there's also then instruments become a part of it, um, where it will be a sound bowl, like a Tibetan sound bowl or a crystal singing bowl. And why do they, is it again because of the reverberation? Because they, I find the sound bowls have such an impact on me being near it and you can feel the vibration and is it because of the water content in your body or like are some people more susceptible to it than others? I think honestly those particular instruments have a lot of overtones so they're they're easy to feel the sound um, like a drum you know a drum 
If you put a drum next to somebody's ear or next to your tummy, you can feel it. You can feel it in your gut. So I think those instruments are really used in this way, in this context, because there's lots of sound bouncing around. There's lots of different overtones. I also take my clients in my sound bars through what I call a hypnotic journey of letting go, which is spoken word, where I guide you through a bit of an inner journey of letting go. And then throughout that, I integrate my own singing voice and guitar. I play the music within the sound bar. So it's this whole journey of just allowing the body to fall essentially out of fight or flight deeply into that parasympathetic nervous system. So beautiful. Okay, okay we're going now because we I'm going to book in. <laughs> yeah. So then, Marty, how did you cross over with so the um, singer songwriting and day spa? Like most people would think they're quite different. The way that you've blended this is just so beautiful. And is it part of your kind of finding, I guess, the things that you love and bringing them together? Like, is that, did it happen naturally or did it happen, was it a deliberate strategic thing for you to mould them together? How did you build the business like it is? Because it's quite unique. It wasn't a conscious move. No, it wasn't an intentional move. It was very organic how it happened. And I think it's interesting when you really unpack how things land where they land. If I'm really honest, probably 20 years ago when I lived this life, which was quite unusual really, I worked by candlelight by day in a day spa and by night I played gigs. So I was always sort of in the dark. But I do think even back then I really contemplated in a very deep layer of myself when I'm working on bodies. And, you know, music's a really big part of a day spa. There's, it's a big relaxing component of the experience. I think when that was happening and I was exploring my own songwriting and playing at night and treating people by day, there was probably a part of me in a very deep layer that contemplated, wow, imagine how much deeper this experience could be for my client if I could bring in live sound. Will you feel it in your chest? It's a deeper moment because they're literally those overtones are bouncing around the room. It's not coming out of a speaker. So move forward 25 years or 20 years or whatever, and it really was a client that invited this into the business here. One of my beautiful clients who I got to know quite well and she knew that I sang. And after her treatment here one day, she was really emotional in a good way. A lot of clients are here. They have a bit of a let go where you come home a little bit to that inner voice, I suppose, and you realise how you've neglected it. And sometimes that's an emotional moment for people. And we access that by the touch, by the scent, by holding the space for a client to sort of relax and really let go. She said to me on her way out the door, Marty, next time I come, I want you to sing to me. And I looked at her and I said, oh, I'm chuffed. That's lovely, but you come for you, my hands. You know, I write, I write for me, my words, my feelings, my thoughts. I'm not sure how to do that and make that about you. But it really inspired me and I went home and I wrote a song called Slow, which is on our website here at Chicana. And essentially I wrote about the work we do and it just grew from there. How beautiful though, like to be able to have someone recognise that in you and then to bring that into your work. And then obviously, you know, now it's you've got this whole session about it, like this whole entire treatment that's based on that. It's just beautiful. So talk to me again about inner voice. What does your inner voice tell you, Marty? Well, to me, firstly, I think we access it through the feeling body because our feelings are like, they're the inner child. How do I feel? And when I, we go back to that, there's different layers we're all working with. One, how do you speak to yourself? That's one level of awareness. It can be almost point one of coming to recognise where my inner voice is sitting. 
And that's almost an auditory in your own mind. How am I speaking to myself? Go even further into that. And our feelings are our biggest guide in life, in my humble opinion. They're our roadmap. How do I feel? How does this make me feel? And then often the mind gets involved and then fear is involved. Oh, if, I, if I feel this, that's one thing, but then if I express it this way, who's affected by it? And just on that, sorry, do you think um, that's part of the problem is that people don't allow themselves to feel? Like they're too scared. If I think about a couple of mates of mine that I think, you know, doing this kind of work would be transformative for them. And when we sit and we have these conversations, they're like, oh, no, don't want to talk about it. No, no, let's move on. I'm like, no, no, this is what you need to do. You need to sit in this and you need to talk about it. You need to feel it. So how, if someone's listening to you and going, yeah, yeah, I know I need to, but I'm too scared, or how would you advise them to do that? Like if they start to feel and all these, you know, emotions come up and they're like, oh, I don't want to deal with them. Any advice on that? Or like, could you put on loud music and just like, you know, dance around, let it out? (laughs) Everybody's different. And that's the point here that I think is really important to voice, talking about voice, is not everybody... And this is why I work this way at Chicana. Some people are really driven visually. Some people are all about sound. Some people are really driven by touch. And I think it's a question for yourself is, what's that gateway for me? Am I really visual? Do I really let go if someone gives me a massage or tickles my back or whatever? Do I really tune in when I watch an extraordinary piece of art unfold visually? But essentially, all these things are access points to our feeling body. So I think it depends on where you're at. And then coming back to our energy system and, and these sonic, our sonic anatomy and our chakra system and what they all mean, they're really good also guides as to where you're at. At any given time, someone might be grieving. Someone might be falling in love, falling out of love. We're working with the heart. So someone who's working in areas of their life to do with the heart, it's probably going to be more fragile. If it's someone who is really got a lot to say and can't quite work out how to truly express themselves in life, we might be more working around this area of the voice. So yes, coming into their own voice and sounding might be really powerful for them. So to answer your question, I think it's different for everybody. And I think you're very right. It's confronting for a lot of people to land in their feeling body and a lot of people spend their life avoiding that but fundamentally that road home to ourself is the most satisfying one I think everyone would agree on that and that road home to self is then where we come from within and start to understand our own inner landscape which then gives us insight as to how we create moving forward Essentially then the beautiful thing about that is we all have something to offer and when we come from within and we really get familiar with our own inner landscape and what matters to us and why our feelings matter, to me our feelings matter because they are our guidance system and when we start to bring out to the world what we love the most, we're usually our best self, we usually are way better in service to people because we've got more to offer and if we all come in that vessel through our self and out, we all sort of start to be our best selves within a community. There's lots of different ways to unpack that. I love that. No, that's such a beautiful sentiment for us to um, 
cap up on. And I'm going to put you on the spot here, Marty, given you talk about sound healing and you have this beautiful voice and seeing you sing some songs. Can you finish up with something for us today? Just a little, maybe a few seconds or a, a half a minute of uh, a little bit of a tune to take us out because it's been divine to hear you today. I know, we literally put you on the spot. <laughs> Well, why don't I, I give you a few lines, and actually you mentioned this the other day, Michelle, when we first, I, I did a little snip of a song that I've been working on on my Insta page, and I've just finished this on the weekend, this song, and it's interesting because it talks about I can no longer, I will no more. And coming back to the feeling body, it's when you, you come to that point when you realise my actions or my life or the things that I'm doing are actually hurting me, and you get to a position within your own voice inside yourself where you go, I can no longer, I will no more, I need to make some changes. So that song starts and it goes, I can no longer, I will no more, carry you in like I have before, you gotta meet me, pay forward, cause all that we give is rewarding, I can no longer, I will no more. Carry this weight like I have before. You gotta come from your heart, give from your soul, and give everything you all, all go. And if we're no longer aligned, I move to the side of what feels right. And if we're no longer aligned, I move to the side, I walk on by. Cause I can no longer, I will no more. I can no longer, I will no more stand by Why you take it all, while I give it all more I have got goosebumps all over my body That was beautiful I've never asked anyone in four seasons to sing online on my podcast You've got, I've got tears in my eyes, that was beautiful That is such a stunning song Hopefully it's a song to self, you know. It's that moment where we realise or arrive at, I am the one who's drawing this map. I am the one who knows in intimately what my gifts are, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, who can be completely honest with myself, who can learn from my mistakes. And that's where my passion lies, I think, is just acknowledging what my gifts are and sharing them but also not from a place of ego, just going, I work this way within myself. I embody this. Maybe it's courageous. I don't know. It takes bravery sometimes to look at yourself. And hopefully it's just a seedling. And we all do that, hopefully, is um, share our knowledge. You do it too, Michelle. Such a privilege to be on here today. Thank you for having me. Oh, Marty Richie, you are one talented woman. <laughs> it's been divine to sit with you today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it. Wasn't that an incredible conversation? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. If you did like it, can I ask a small favour? Please rate and review on your listening platform for me. I know everyone asks this, but it seriously makes a difference to help get these conversations out in the world and makes all the hard work and effort I put into this for you all the more worthwhile. And until next time, if you have one question you'd like to ask me, hit me up on my socials or jump on my website, michellejcox.com.